Are you ready? I am ready. Hello. Just about. Welcome to Movie Grouch and Fanboy Podcast. My name is Bex. I am a big old movie grouch. And here with me to keep me in check, show me the error of my ways, is everybody's favourite fanboy. It's Blake. Hello. Hi. Welcome, everybody. Oh, gosh, you're taking charge. Thanks for listening. If you haven't heard us before, you're very welcome. And this is the podcast where we take a a movie that I have avoided watching for very stupid daft reasons. We give it a watch and then we have a chat about it and we record that chat for your oral entertainment. I really want to say oral pleasure every time. It's so lame. Such a child. Uh, but before we get stuck into the film things, we have a little chit chat about what we've been watching because sometimes we watch stuff separately. So... Monsieur Fanboy, what have you been watching, son? Not much. Since we last recorded, the Olympics have been on, so we watched quite a lot of that. Yeah, you did. Um, and I've, we, we've not really watched anything separately, have we? No, we we've, haven't. We're, we're smashing for a rewatch of Red Dwarf. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. We'll start Series 3 tonight. Yeah, that's good. Um, But that's it, really. Not a lot. There's no sport on. Bit of UFC, I've sort of caught some highlights, I haven't watched anything, but you know, that's it, not much for me, what about you? No, not much for me, not much for me, I've watched a little bit of the Olympics, but not huge amounts, I'm not... Oh, I did go to cinema. Oh yeah, you Didn't did. Didn't I? I went to cinema with my buddy. Well, please interrupt me and talk about that, Sorry, because just, that's way more important. No, it's just because it came to me, it's not because I was interrupting you, it was because it came to me in the okay. moment. Well, uh, just going back to the Olympics briefly, there was an amazing... Uh, an amazing moment where it had started I think that opening weekend it had started and I had been away for the weekend and I came home you and the dog were glued to the basketball and it was quite funny because it was like the last five minutes of the game I think and then it went to women's gymnastics and I've got a brilliant picture of you and the dog just sat there like glued to the telly again and I thought, it's a good job. I came home at the basketball and I knew <laughs> I knew that you had been watching that. Because if, if I'd come home and see you, uh, seen you just glued to the women's gymnastics, I don't think I'd have believed you if you'd gone, yeah, I've been watching it all day. <laughs> There's been like shooting on and stuff. <laughs> well, there you go. So now I haven't really been watching an awful lot, but please do tell us about your cinema trip. Uh, I went with my friend Jimmy and we went to watch Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The new Suicide Squad. Done Sorry, I've got a mouthful of beer. But James Gunn. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was all right. It was pretty cool. Like it was not. It's not a like a game changer of a film. I don't think it's not gonna set the world on fire. But it was funny. It was pretty actiony. Yeah, mm. it was all right. It was pretty cool. It was funnier than I thought it would be, which is good. That was quite. That was a nice surprise. That's the same guy that did Guardians of the Galaxy, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So he's sort of traversing between the T's back i think he's doing guardians 3 next okay so yeah pretty cool um, just a little fun fact for you did you know that his brother plays kurt in the gilmore girls no 
Okay. I mean, I've never seen the Gilmore Girls, so why you would I know that? You must have caught an episode of the Gilmore no. Girls when I was watching it. I don't think so. If I have, I've tuned it out and forgot it ever happened. I definitely haven't seen. I, I don't remember seeing any of that. That's very rude. Oh, we we forgot to talk about the other new, the other big news, the other big news because that is kind of movie related. What is? Uh, we've got a kitten. <laughs> oh, how? Okay, how? Is this just because of the name yeah, that it's, it's movie related? Name. Okay, cool. Yep. Do you want to tell the story? He's beautiful, and he's called. Uh, we've called him Isley after Moss Isley Spaceport. In there the you go. There's the film connection. That's the film. It took us a long time to get there. For some reason, you started talking about our previous cat. I'm not really sure what relevance that had. We'll I guess, that. to be fair, that was called Wicket. Yeah. Which is the Ewok in Star Wars Return of the Jedi. So, yeah. so I guess there like, is a connection there. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, it's been fun introducing the kitten with the puppy. With the dog. Isn't yeah. it? It's he been pretty is, fun. He just like nearly blows his load every time he sees her <laughs> yeah, he sees doesn't him. know what to do does he he's so excitable so funny he's a fucking brilliant guy but he's insane isn't he they're both insane they're both mental they're both insane yeah. i walked upstairs the other day because we're keeping the cat upstairs for the moment just just while ozzy calms down and sort of just taking the introduction slowly uh and there was a book in the litter tray and he'd obviously try to climb up something and knock no, the book no, off. no 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 you're misreading the situation what's happening what's happening tell me what's what's happening happening? what's happening here babe right get on what's happening is that he's taken to reading whilst he goes toilet well then could he not leave my fancy books in the litter tray could he just put them to the side well the problem is you can get it in getting out is a massive issue for him he's only little (laughs) he is only little so bear that in mind don't be so rude yeah okay all right anyway anyway let's crack on episodes movie what did we watch 1975's masterpiece yeah i'm saying it jaws i feel like i should start going dun, dun. it's weird it makes you want to do that every time doesn't it oh you don't sound convinced mm, no no okay we should discuss the soundtrack at some point mm, i'm sure yeah we will um okay so um have you got a synopsis piece a police chief a marine scientist and a fisherman spring into action after a white shark terrorises the inhabitants of Amity, a quiet island. Time for some uh, scores on the doors. IMDb, a flat, straight out 8 out of 10. Okay. Rotten Tomatoes, fans, 90%. Okay. Critics, 98%. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Those critics are mental, aren't they? Are you never crazy. know what they're going to fucking do. do. They, they literally are a law unto themselves. So this is a three-star review, which I don't reflect think reflects this person's actual opinion. Super boring and stretched out. Now, if that's all you've got to say... Is that it? That's it, that's <laughs> it. And, but you give it three stars, that's really confusing. What is the star rating out of? Out of five. Oh, oh. So if it's super boring and stretched out, you'd give you'd it you're give giving it, it one. Yeah. Right? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Insane. Yeah, absolutely insane. This is a half a star review. <clears throat> right? So it says, Regarding this mass projection of fear, she, sick Eugene Clark, insisted that Jaws, the 1975 Steven Spielberg film based on a Peter Benchley novel and its sequel inspired unreasonable fears of sharks as ferocious killers. Car accidents are far more numerous and terrible than shark attacks. She said in a 1982 PBS documentary, The Sharks, read more about this marine scientist via the New York Times, Eugene Clark, scholar of life aquatic, dies at 92. That's a half-star review. I've, I, what? Yeah, I know. 
That is insane. Five star review. Best shark movie ever to be made. Mm, Sharknado. <laughs> I mean, that is a strong contender. Octa Shark. <laughs> or Sharktopus. Uh, the Meg. Jaws is a mega summer blockbuster monster film with an unbelievable cast. Great scripts, brilliant young directing, and the most haunting, thrilling musical score by John Williams. What stopped you from seeing this movie? I have actually seen it, but I don't know whether you find this, that you watch some films and they become two or three scenes in your head and that's where you can remember. Like, it doesn't go in. Yeah. Yeah, it's like rereading a line of a book three times for it to go in. Yeah, the beginning scene, and then when Michael is on the lilo in the pond, and the bit at the end... Okay. So yeah, it's yeah. kind of like beginning, middle, and end, yeah. really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I didn't really remember much in between those scenes, and I didn't remember being wowed by it. Okay, cool. I think I must have been quite young, and I think I remember finding it a little bit boring. Okay. So I was quite keen to watch it again, being older, and and perhaps mm-hmm. picking up on some of the things that I might have missed. Cool. So, yeah. Okay, so bearing in mind you have sort of seen it before, did you have a preconceived idea of this movie? The Shark Attack. <laughs> I mean, even if you haven't seen it, even if you haven't, if you've, even if you've only seen, <laughs> why are you laughing so much? Because it's because it's that because it's that realistic sarcasm that I love. It's why it's so funny. This is this well, like, is even if you humor. see those three films. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You don't have to see the film to know what's going to happen, do you? <laughs> it's there in the title. Unless, <laughs> unless of course, Jaws from uh, James Bond popped up. Richard Keel, yeah. Instead. Now, that would have been that, that would have been a plot cool. twist that I yeah. wouldn't have seen coming. Yeah, that would have been, cr- that would have been pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Could you please talk us through your take on opening scene and setups? So the the movie opens on a beach party where a nameless man, I believe, uh, and a lady called Chrissy have a little flirtation over a bonfire and then they run off and Chrissy gets attacked while she's swimming in the sea. I say attacked, it's a shark attack, but she looks like she's being dragged about and swimming with a very overexcited dolphin. It looked quite amusing at at, at some points. She disappears, the dude conks out because he's drunk and the next morning we meet the new chief of police Brody uh, and he is called to the beach where a body is on the sand covered in crabs and fishing nets and that's crabs as in the crabby crabs not I like that you're doing the, the hand sign the international hand like sign like the for hand crabs. sign for crabs uh, so obviously we all know that it, we, it's yeah. like it's I mean like, this is an audio yeah it's those crabs show. not lice basically <laughs> that's why that's what I'm trying to say. Why did, like, I think people would know. Well, that, I just want to be clear. Okay, cool. You're fucking insane tonight, aren't you? This is the latest we've ever recorded. This I is know. fun. <laughs> Stop laughing. So you've got me. So <sighs> he then we then see him in his office. He's filling in a report, obviously, for the dead girl, Chrissy. Um, and he puts down cause of death. It's a shark attack. He finds out that some scouts are doing like a mile swim at the beach and he goes to the beach to stop them from swimming because at this point he's concerned about the shark attack and he's thinking maybe he needs to close the beach. While he's on his way to see the scouts, he walks through the town and it appears that the whole fucking town appears not to be able to take a shit without Brody knowing because literally they stop him for every fucking thing yeah. somebody had like a bent wheel on their bicycle and they had to stop him and tell him that's something that I'll pick up on later actually because I did notice it was quite a 
clever trick, I think, okay, used by Spielberg. Cool. Brody has to take the ferry out to try and get to the scouts. And while he's waiting for the ferry to go, the town committee get on and voice concerns over the upcoming July the 4th weekend and closing the beach and the damage that that will do to tourism. I think they decide not to close the beach at that point. And it moves to the chief and his family who are having like a... a trip out to the beach you can see that he's really agitated so we learn that he doesn't like to go in the water he's got fear of of water and and boats and things so living on an island is a really great idea for him and something that this this scene really does really well is it you can see how agitated and unnerved he is by watching the water he's got people that are coming up and talking to him and interrupting him and stopping him from seeing what he wants to see and and that's like a really really clever really clever device um that was really really impressive a boy on a lilo gets munched by the shark and everybody gets out of the water so everything's okay because last time i checked sharks can't get out of the water so it is actually quite amusing apart from the boy that died until the mum realizes that her son is dead yeah she's really upset although why she didn't just you know go into the water with him i don't know they decide to then close the beaches so we see that things are kind of kicking off so there's a reward for um the shark has like a bounty on it and they have like a town committee meeting where they decide to close the beaches and i think this scene is really great and i think what spielberg does really really well in this movie is that there's quite a lot of background noise at important parts of the movie so Brody's trying to think through things he's trying to voice his concerns and get people on board with with shutting the beaches and there's so much other background noise people are talking between themselves it's like he can't be heard and you get that feeling when he's walking through the town trying to get to the scouts he's realized that they're potentially in danger and the townspeople are just sort of stopping him with all this mundanity and it feels like he's almost wading through treacle to try and get to the more important things so that that was really clever because it was just they need to listen to him so then we have some nails that go down the blackboard and some of the townspeople pull some hilarious faces which i really really enjoyed this old man who is quint agrees to get the shark are we what are we just going through the whole film no okay i'm gonna stop there oh okay cool cool anything you want to unpack well maybe not at this point no No, I've mentioned things that I really liked as I went through. Okay, cool. I can't get over the facts. It's really interesting because it ties into what we were talking about uh, with the woman in black, which is another conversation that we need to have. But what it ties into is that I didn't find the shark frightening. Okay. Because you can get out of the water and the shark can't get you. Yeah, okay. So I know that they're in an island... And they've got a lot of people that, like, you know, are depending on the sea for their livelihood. But I don't really think that that was, that was sort of driven home enough. Mm. So, you know, the, the the people enjoying the beach are all holidaymakers. So it is, but I think it is possible to go on holiday and not go in the beach and still have a good time. Yeah, but it's July 4th weekend, isn't it? This is before the aliens came. I'm fairly sure it's not written into the American Constitution that you have to go in the water on July 4th weekend. I don't know. We'd have to we'd have to check fact check that. I'm fairly sure. I mean like I can understand it would be a bit of a bummer, but look, you've got a giant great white shark in the bay that might eat you. What do you do? Do you get in the water or do you stay on the beach? Mm, I'll stay on yeah, the beach, thanks. Like I mean this does follow typical horror tropes in that sense. You know, there's always a 
protagonist that's like, oh, don't worry about it, everything will be fine, and ignores the advice of the right people. I mean, that is, that happens all of the time in horror, yeah, but thrillers, whatever sort of genre you want to put this in. I don't know what, what film I've ever watched where the entire story could just have been completely avoided if people hadn't Because then the there thing. isn't a film. It's not like you know you can have, you can have a five minute short film and then it ends. It's not like oh god I'm gonna sound like a right prick but I don't care I'm gonna say it. It wasn't a monster. It wasn't a monster shark. It was just a really big great white shark, which is a natural occurring thing, right? Mm, yeah. yeah. So it wasn't like Godzilla. It wasn't like Mothra. It wasn't like I don't know like some kind of Greek mythological creature. It wasn't like a giant squid or anything weird or spooky. It was just a great white shark that was killing people in the bay and humans because it stopped them from doing what they wanted to do just decided that they'd go out and kill it right okay yeah and let's let's be perfectly honest this is my gripe with this film we're not meant to be in the water mm-hmm. we can survive in the water but if we were meant to be in the water we would all have our own personal supply of everlasting gillyweed wouldn't we <laughs> yeah yeah so or just the ability to breathe in the water but yeah which is what gillyweed gives you. <laughs> yeah, but that's also not real. There's no magic in your soul, is there? No, there is lots of magic. It just depends if someone's pissing on my fire or not. Well, <laughs> I'm taking a big one. I've stored it up. I've had, uh, I'm breaking the seal after a lot of beer. For me, that that kind of spoiled it. Okay. And like, I was laughing because at that point. I was. That's why I was smiling when everybody got out of the water. I was just like, "Way." Everyone's safe now. Brilliant. Well done. Threat's over. We can all go back to normal. Up until then, when the mum realised that her son was dead, that was yeah. horrible. Story arc and plot development. Then we see this chief, Brody, and his wife, who's in a really cool shirt. I really like that shirt. They're in a scene where their son, Michael, is in a boat which is docked on the pontoon just just down by the house they argue because she obviously knows that he's scared of water and boats and things he doesn't want michael in the boat she kind of says look he's fine he's safe he's not in the water everything's okay you know he's cutting some slack they're bickering with each other about what to do but she then shouts to him and says look do what your dad said get out the boat yeah so it's it's quite nice that they have that united front Mm -hmm. so while all that is going on there are then two men who decide to try and catch the shark yeah and we see the chief that uh with a big bit of beef the chief's flicking through news articles which really helps build the fear because it's he's looking at what sharks have done when they've attacked boats he's looking at what injuries people have how they've managed but they've managed to survive so yeah so the shark takes the bait with a big bit of beef rips the pier apart and the guys basically have a very near Near miss. Uh, yeah. We have a scene where we meet Matt Cooper, who is the oceanographer who's kind of come to uh, help out Brody about sharks. Mm-hmm. But not before we've enjoyed a bizarre Captain Birdseye reject man who comes out of a uh, a hut on the <laughs> on the front. He was the pier master, wasn't he? The pier master. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, I was like <laughs> whack a beard on him. Like I remember that, and you just burst out laughing. Yeah, because I was. And thinking, I was like. Oh yeah, that is pretty funny because he had this really vacant look on his he, face he as well. He kind of looked a bit like Popeye falling on hard times. <laughs> it was so fucking weird. I don't know why that was left in, like because it had no relevance it's, to anything. No, but it's just it's just little bits of fun. Like yeah. I really enjoyed the bit where the nails down the board and that woman who who looked like she'd gone cross-eyed from the noise. It was, <laughs> it, it was yeah, brilliant. It make you cross-eyed. So yeah, so people are going out trying to catch the shark. They're trying to get him and sort him out and. 
somebody's gone out and they've got their fucking dogs on the front of the boat i mean i was just waiting for those dogs to fall off drown and get eaten by a shark that was not a fun moment for me with matt cooper arriving we get a bit of comedic relief um it's very clear that he knows his shit and the guys basically catch a shark but it's not the shark and they have to cut it open and see what it's eating but everybody doesn't really want to do that cooper and Brody ask the mayor to sign the contractor so that quint can go out and kill the shark and then hooper turns up at his house with some wine and they talk sharks and then they cut open the shark he talks about territoriality in his guts he's there like some fish and then bits of metal which is a nice bit of man humans fucking up the planet and wrecking sea creatures i think that's probably like the middle of the bit that's probably a little bit short that's okay it's cool anything you want to unpack not really no no not really one thing i will say is that i think the pace was good okay up to this point i Mm. think it set it up although i don't agree with killer shark being a scary thing because just stay out the water yeah oh you're fine yeah i think it did build tension nicely and i think hooper was a really great character just for in terms of what he bought the lightness and the the com- the comedy that he brought to the to the movie knowledge as well yeah like knowledge he obviously knew his stuff and he, and it was a little nice bit of light that, relief yeah he was he was very much in agreement with brody yeah um so it it, it lent credence to brody's argument when he needed it mm. because i think he was he was starting to struggle talk us through the closing there well they hire quint they go out on a boat mm-hmm. kill the shark yep Shark comes at them, get out of the way. Shark comes back. Get out of the way. No, they get out of the way. A shark comes back, doesn't quite get them, but does a bit of damage to the boat, get a bit of water. <laughs> is this what, how we're water, finishing, is it? Yeah, a bit of water gets in the boat and Brody gets a bit scared, but he doesn't look that scared, really. That might be because he's drunk. They do a bit of singing. Uh, Quint dies, gets eaten by the shark. And then shark dies, gets blown up. And they have to paddle what they just like paddle back to <laughs> land. And Brody's magic magical cure for the sea is fucking kill a big shark. That's that's how you get over your fear of the sea. Uh the end. Oh, is that how you're doing the end? Yeah. Okay. It's just uh, it's very different to how you've described the first two bits. Oh no, hang on. Sorry, they see a small boat. Uh right, so ah. Oh no that's not how it ends that's really not how it ends i'm so sorry everyone so july the 4th happens and people arrive in their droves michael's son has a narrow escape on his boat because uh brody makes them go and swim in the pond and not in the sea they think there's a shark in the sea but it turns out to be two little shit bags with a cardboard fin i mean how that stayed intact in the water i will never know but anyway i'll tell you how a good papier mache (laughs) <laughs> no papier mache is not is never going to be water resistant when was the last you time you in. made some papier mache <laughs> we don't make papier mache or, or you, or make, you, you it's do, an activity do, when was the last time you did some papier papier mache <laughs> papier mache uh, the last time I did some papier mache oh, it does sound know. French it is it's like paper the mash up papier mache monsieur mademoiselle it's like paper mash up in yeah. it or paper mess or something can you remember the last time you did it uh, no but I have done quite a bit of it in I feel like we should get some PVA water and some toilet tissue that's what you need isn't it toilet it's newspaper or to- well as long as it, it, any kind of paper I think you'll find <coughs> will go hard I didn't realise we had <laughs> yeah there's too much there there's too much 
too much for me to make a joke out. It's too late. So yeah, they make they have a paper mache shark pin. How do you know that that is papier mache? I don't. Right. Okay. I'm cool. just fucking about. You're just fucking about. Brilliant. So yes, yeah, so shark hoax. Michael is in the pond with his mates and his boat, and there is actually a shark attack. But he's okay because he doesn't panic. What have we learnt there? Don't kick about, and that's something that Hooper talks about earlier in the film. If you're panicking and you're kicking and splashing, they'll come for you. Mm. They'll come for you. They then get the mayor to agree to sign in the contract, yeah. and then they go out on Quint's boat. Yeah, and there's a lot of dick swinging on the boat. Basically, who's got a big, who's got a bigger knob? Quint talks about being on the boat. Uh, went out to all one of the boats that went out to Hiroshima. Brody's chucking chum into the sea. And then the shark turns up. Brody yeah. says the magic words, you're going to need a bigger boat. They shoot it. They shoot some barrels into it. Oh, but... The end of the thing. It's just the end of the film. It's just them. Is he going to get them? No, he's not. Oh, he's going to get him a bit more. Oh, no, he's not. Oh, the man that sounds like Mr. Krabs from SpongeBob so... has died. Oh, <laughs> now they're paddling back to the sea. The land. Okay. So up until this point, did you quite enjoy it? Because your tone is... You've gone just a bit like, I can't be fucked. No, I can't really. It's a shark. A whale is bigger. I kept looking at that shark. Right, you know how I watch horror films sometimes and I just think, like, this isn't that horrific, what's happening to this person. And then I get really worried that I'm really messed up in the head. When we watched Eden Lake and I said, this really isn't that horrific. Yeah, it's not very scary. It's not uh, very good. Like, but they still got stabbed and, like, wound up with barbed wire. I mean, that's not nice. Yeah, but they caused the, they caused the trouble, let's be honest. I know, but I don't think those kids were that sick. Okay, that's pretty weird. Yeah. One of so them was I was looking, pretty sick. Yeah, well, when they set fire to the guy, I didn't like that. That was yeah. really messed up. Yeah. But anyway. Just, yeah, but like a whale is bigger, but it's not known for killing well, no, but people. It probably would if you got up in its space. No, and but they don't, do they? About. Whales don't. I couldn't escape. If you get out of the water, the problem goes away. So you can't suspend your belief for this film? No. That's what you're saying. Is like you're I'm just uh, saying, just get out of the water. Yeah, so you can't no sort of understand that... Yeah. Stay out of the water, you're fine. But with Harry Potter, you're willing to suspend your beliefs. Because he's wizard. And I'm not saying that's... I'm not, yeah, but I'm not saying that's a bad thing. It's just that... It's because there's obviously he's a wizard. A, yeah, no, that's fine. But like, And he was made to live under the stairs. <laughs> I mean, he was. It's tragic. And he's had awful <laughs> birthdays, and then all of a sudden, on your on your eleventh birthday, a giant man appears on a flying motorbike, and tells you that you are a wizard. That does things to me that a giant shark can't do. Yeah, no, that's cool. But what I'm saying is, I think we've all got a point where we just our, you know, our ability to go, well, that's bullshit in films. We all there are films that we just yeah, I can't, I can't deal with this. It's dog shit. Like, I'm fucking off by. Do you know what I mean? And um, obviously, this is one of them for you. No, no, not necessarily, because we'll talk about things later. I think if films are presenting to me things that are happening or could happen in real life, I need them to be realistic. Okay. If So what I makes am... this unrealistic? Because you could just get out of the water. Yeah. But it's it's a film. It's not, it's not necessarily supposed to be realistic. Well, then make it a magical shark. Make it a magical beast. Make it a fucking kraken. Do you know what I mean? Like the Kraken, I could get on board with. Okay, it's just cool. a shark. Right. Well, it's not just a shark. It's a, it's a massive shark. But if you get out of the water, he can't get you. Okay, cool. And I'm probably going to end up saying that a lot, so I'm really sorry. You're going to get some hate for this. <laughs> not from me. 
Oh, oh, that's very kind. Well, you might do. Just willing. You might get some hate from me. I don't know. Okay, cool. Did you have a favourite character? Matt Hooper, because of what he bought and. Because I really like Quint. He's just women with bow-legged women. Pretty cool. I just think he's um he's quite an interesting character. Yeah. Like he's a bit eccentric. Yeah. Don't really know what he's all about. You don't know if he's all there. Did you have a uh, least favourite character? Probably the people that you weren't supposed to like. So like the mayor and, and the yeah. town committee. Yeah, the, the mayor yeah. was just an asshole. Yeah, he was. Although I thought it was a really nice touch. He wore a jacket at one point with anchors on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I thought that was so cool. That was I a really clever that, yeah, touch. It's cool, like, isn't oh, it? Oh, look, I'm yeah. all about the sea. Yeah. But actually, no, I, I'm not going to close the beaches because yeah. we need to make money. Yeah, no, I thought that was wicked. I was going to bring that up too. Did you have a favourite scene? Although I couldn't suspend reality, mm-hmm. I thought it was a really well-made film. Yeah, you did say this. I thought there were some really great shots and really clever use of sound, camera, angles and kind of interjection of different shots with different perspective and things. So I think I think if I had to pick, probably actually when he's on the beach, that whole scene on the beach. Oh, when, okay. Um, when he's just the watching the water. Gets, yeah. Yeah. Because I really, I felt quite absorbed and sucked in by that. And although I knew what was coming and I wasn't scared by it, I could feel his, you know, you know, when something's worrying you or you're concerned and you get really eaten up by it and you can't concentrate on things properly and people are probably trying to talk to you and you're just thinking, no, I've got to concentrate on this thing because this awful thing might happen. You've really got a sense of that with the, the way he'd edited or that that scene had been edited. Mm. So yeah, I thought that was really good. Yeah, that's cool. And I, d- I yeah, I do think it's an it's an exceptionally well made film. Because I, you even said, is this a remastered version? Because mm. it looks so good. Yeah, it does. And it I was really like, I don't even think so. Because we just switched it on Netflix. It's just it's on Netflix free. In that, well, not free if you don't have a subscription. But do you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's because it is on Prime as well, but it's behind a paywall. <sighs> don't it doesn't say that it's remastered or anything in the in the blur. It just looks really good. I mean, it, you can tell it's an old film. You can tell it's yeah, like seventies. Sure. Yeah. What were we watching? They're like some films, some like nineties movies, like you know, Usual Suspects. You can tell it's a really old film yeah. you're watching. Yeah. Yeah. And Jaws is a lot older and, yeah. and actually looked, the pictures look really crisp. Yeah, it did look good. But like the quality of the, the picture didn't actually detract from the movie. Yeah, it's weird because I don't think I've got a favourite scene. This is his second feature as well that you really? ever made. Yeah. What did Rick, he make first? I know that he made Jewel. I get very confused. I get Jewel confused with June. Oh, I'm looking forward to the new version of June. Oh, my uh, I don't really know anything about it. Did you have a worst scene? I think the end was a little bit long. The bit on the boat. The bit where they actually sort of come yeah. to killing the shark. When they actually come to clear, killing the shark, right, okay. it, it was a bit like. Oh. Like what? Too drawn out for you? Yeah. 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 It could have been a bit. Could bit, have been a bit. Bit punchier. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. That takes nicely onto the score and soundtrack. It won an Oscar. It won. This film did win three Oscar. I think. I it actually won. Sorry, I'm going to interrupt. I actually listened to a bit of it today at work because, again, the soundtrack is apt. The score is is phenomenal and it is up there with Star Wars for me. It's really, really good. However, I kind of feel slightly cheated. It's in a film about a big shark. So that that kind of doesn't match up in a way. Why? Oh no, or does it? So this will be the most we've probably ever spoken about soundtrack, you know. Because mm. normally we just sort of brief through it just for information. Yeah, we do. But so so if you're saying it's up there with Star Wars, mm-hmm. does it 
are you sort of trying to say the soundtrack's really good, but it doesn't match the film? Yeah, the, the cohesion isn't there for me. Right. Okay. The soundtrack is phenomenal. The filmmaking is exceptional. Mm. But the story for me, it needed to be either more fantastical mm-hmm. or I don't know, maybe more. There needed to be more at stake. Because that, like, if it was, if it was people's livelihoods, if it was, I mean, I know it was people's livelihoods because they were talking about how much money they'll lose over July the fourth weekend, but obviously they're in a fishing village, or, or it's like a, it's quite a seafaring-based island. People that were not going to be able to feed their kids, feed their families, pay their mortgages, pay their bills, all that kind of stuff. That people losing that going out into the water and taking on a big shark mm. you know knowing that he was there would have made more sense to me than oh it's just july the fourth weekend we've mm. got to go in the water no you don't have to go in the water yeah you're fine you nothing bad will happen no, to you if you don't get a swim so in. yeah for you it definitely doesn't match up because it won so it, 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 this one did win three oscars one of them being best soundtrack mm-hmm. um and original score by john mm-hmm. john williams um it also won best sound like overall oh, okay. and best editing so, which weirdly oh, kind of matches yeah. up to like how you feel yeah. about this film. Yeah, it like didn't sort of win anything for direction or story or writing. It, it. Uh, I mean, they were nominated for these things, but, but it I didn't win think... any of the things that like it won the things that you think it's really good at. Well, then that just goes to show that I'm right. Maybe you're it? some kind of expert. <laughs> no, um, I think, but I think actually, if you look at the, if you look critically at the story, it's not really anything amazing giant shark terrorizes town okay you know we, we see that that storyline and that trope in so many movies well, yeah, it's across just, different genres it's just friday the 13th in yeah, the water just yeah like with an animal it's just that that vehicle for a story yes yeah. yeah it's going to be it's probably going to be it's probably been around since the start of cinema and probably will be oh yeah till the end you know it's a great yeah. it's like every few years they'll make a good boxing film because boxing is a great way of it's a great vehicle for telling a story yeah you know like there's just things that are always going to be but i think the way that that is delivered and edited and packaged and and put before an audience really is what is the really interesting thing here yeah no that's cool that's really really interesting and i think i am i think it's good you know yeah i have grouched but i'm able to say okay well for me the storyline the yeah, story you're isn't not... great, but I really enjoyed the use of sound. I really yeah. enjoyed the way that the the shots were presented yeah. and how things were edited. I think it did a really good job in making me yeah. feel what I needed to feel. I just didn't follow through. That's really cool. Mm. I like it. I like it. It's good. It's a good way to approach it. To her actors of the work. So uh, Steven Spielberg. I haven't heard of this guy. What what has he done? Yeah, it turns out it's pretty pretty new. What? I mean, yeah, like he's a fucking like bona fide hollywood royalty isn't he like let's be honest there's yep. no like there's ma- no getting around it. everyone has seen i'd say multiple of his movies mm-hmm. for the most part you know unless you live no in the middle of nowhere do you have a favorite film from him <laughs> i feel under pressure now to prove my or do you have my like, status anyone doesn't really matter um et okay good ch- and jurassic park yeah jurassic park indiana jane saving private ryan shinder's list the post which is pretty which i really liked it's like a political thriller that was cool and the thing is what i really like about Spielberg is he's like he's done so many genres of movie like he doesn't stick to one thing like he has these massive big blockbuster heavy special effect laden movies 
Uh, but then he'll do like really difficult stories like Schindler's List and Amistad. Do you know mm. what I mean? And then, or like a, you know, yeah, E.T. It's e- e- yeah, he's fucking brilliant. Okay, have you got a dun, 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 fact? Yes. Go ahead. I did a bit of research about this. About this fact or about this about film? About this fact. Uh, there were a few things that stuck out to me and I, I kind of thought like, oh, I'm going to go deep on this. And I'm going to do some research and I'm going to find out a little bit about these things. And it's quite a radical theory with this movie that has only just kind of been voiced. But it is quite intriguing and it it mirrors very much uh, some of the things that I've said today. Okay. You've got a massive grin on your face. I I want to know what you're going to say. But my fact is... That if those people hadn't gone in the water, there wouldn't have been a problem. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Thanks, that was brilliant. Okay, let's hit the... Uh, The other fact is that I have also been on the Jaws... I've seen like the Jaws bit ride thing. I don't know if it's a ride in uh, Universal Universal Studios. I also saw King Kong and he had banana breath and that was pretty cool. Awesome. Okay, so this film... But I... Oh, just to point in, um, I don't remember seeing the shark and thinking, I'm scared. I was just like, shark. Like, cool. if I'm swimming in the sea and a shark wants to eat me, he's fucking welcome because I'm in his territory. Do you yeah, know what I mean? No, I, 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 I fully support that opinion. I, I, I th- Every time I see a shark attack, I'm like, well, you're in their territory. It's fine. That's... You get in there and that happens. It's your fault. It's not the shark's fault. It's like the dressage and the pooing thing yeah and the horse is shit get over it yeah. you fuckers it's not a penalty it's just doing what it needs no um, so this film there's a lot of information to unpack about the making of the film how long it took blah blah, blah the troubles so i've brought some facts i don't just because i want to talk probably about a good job film. yeah given mine so the original budget for this film was 3.5 million okay it went up it ended up costing 3 million just for the visual effects So the budget was up to nine million, which I imagine in 1975, even from a big studio, that was insane money. Mm. The original shoot was supposed to be for 55 days. Mm -hmm. It ended up going to 159 days of shooting. Um, It took between 10 and 14 people to work the mechanical sharks in the water. So they filmed this all in the ocean. Wow. Didn't want to film it in tanks because it just just wasn't realistic. Mm. Before production of the film, Spielberg didn't want to do the film he wanted to do something else a different project and the studio turned around and said to him once you've done this you can pretty much make whatever you want so that did kind of lead on to be true because he's had some career mm. whether he would have had the same career if he'd gone on to do Ooh. what he wanted would be would have been in, in an alternative yeah, sliding debatable. doors moment yeah well, i was really gonna say sliding doors what a sliding doors moment yeah you, uh, jinx yeah Coke. Um, and i think it was also the first film shot in the ocean uh, mm. but it had a ton of problems it like uh, so uh, richard dreyfus and robert shaw actually didn't like each other on oh, set wow. which met which they felt really reflected the tension in the film their i relationship. wouldn't have known that yeah they didn't get on at all apparently so there, and I, there's, I mean, the, the troubles with this film. I mean, there's a podcast made about the troubles of this film and how difficult it was to make. Um, oh, I might give that a listen. Yeah, Is that really like, uh, like The Exorcist? Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think it's the same people that made The Exorcist one. Oh, really? I think oh, it was. was it that so, guy yeah. that does all the voices and stuff? I think so, yeah. Oh, and like okay, with cool. the live footage and stuff. And it's really interesting because this was not an easy film to get made. No. Um, but it was 
when it came out it obviously it made an insane amount of money but you don't hear about the curse of jaws like you do the curse of the exorcist no you don't i don't think it's the same thing oh yeah also like randomly just remembered the producers went right before they started filming they <laughs> this is fucking brilliant they wanted to uh see if they could train a real great white <laughs> true story did you fall asleep no, I didn't. No, and didn't. we watched this film late. Yeah, put it on we about put it on nine. at nine o'clock. Yeah. And it was two hours. And yes, that's yeah, that might we watched work. it last night and that, that might actually explain why I feel a little bit giddy now. Yeah. Are your prejudgments correct? Yes. Okay, cool. Final thought. Get off your phone. Whereas I couldn't get on board with aspects of the story, I did think it was an exceptionally well made film. Um this is in top five, top ten all time for me i think you said this is like one of your all-time favorite movies yeah it's like it's a super comfort film as well like if i'm feeling a bit shit or like i don't know what to watch on ghost jaws like i really like it i think it's a classic i think it's aged really well like you're saying i think Mm. it looks great sounds great it's not as scary as the first time i watched it when i was like 12 but it's still and it's part it's definitely down to john williams his soundtrack Mm. that helps Mm. create tension for me even i've watched this i've written this fucking 15 times Really? Yeah, easily, if not You're more. You still not know to get out of the water. Get out of the water. Um, so I love it. Sorry, I'm not going to make any excuses. I'm not going to apologise. No, for I it. can understand. I can understand why people would love it, mm. and I can definitely understand that people are able to suspend reality and get on board with the whole. Yeah. Oh my God, it's a shark in the water. Whereas I'm just sat there like. Get out of the water. Get out. Yeah. Problem no, that's solved. Fine. Rewatchability. Would you watch it again? I don't think so. I'm glad I've watched it again and I have... Seen it properly. Seen it properly. And I can now, like, you know, if somebody sort of asked me about it, I can remember more than just three scenes. But I just can't get past the getting out of the water. That's fine. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Have I made that clear enough? No. Can you say it again? Just get out of the water. There's no problem. I think I've got it. I think I'm there. I think I'm on the same page. Good. Okay. Scrap a ten gonna give it a seven what you get what because so if we say it like a whole yeah like so say soundtrack yeah casting yeah because i think the casting was really good acting yeah editing yeah the actual camera shots yeah i like i like more about it than i dislike so I'm not right, three okay. points off for the storyline. Cool. Uh cool. Oh, that's cool. So that's higher than I thought you're gonna give it. That's really cool. I'm quite I'm quite I'm happy with that. Good. Like that's I like I feel like for all the criticism, I was feeling a bit like, Oh no, I don't really like this film. But actually I feel seven way more ten. positive about it. <laughs> like that you've given it seven. I like that I'm I have like, such power over like, you. That's good. Seven. That's fucking I'm that's a that's Decent. a good film. Yeah. Like Yeah, I did that's, I did enjoy it. I just film just when i thought about the getting out of the water i got a bit cross yeah. okay cool uh for me it's a nine nine all day so yeah mm. oh cool oh, that was that was fun that was a fun one to record i said it would be good yeah i said it would be good yeah i enjoyed that if you've enjoyed this episode please give us a rating wherever you listen share us about and help us in our bid for world domination if you leave us a review on apple itunes oswald dog or now isley the spaceport cat We'll give you a shout out on the next episode. If you have a hilarious or embarrassing movie related story, tell us. Please don't let this section die on its arse. You can email us at moviegrouchfanboypod at outlook.com and you can email us 
and let us know if you are fanboying with fanboy this week or whether you're grouching with me if you want to be part of the crew you can follow us on instagram at movie grouch and fanboy pod and on facebook we are movie grouch and fanboy and if you're searching for us on facebook we are movie grouch and fanboy with an ampersand instagram we are all words so and and that's simple right clear clear as mud we we have something really exciting come up which we're not gonna talk too much about at the moment but we have a special coming up at the end of end of september we're really excited about it and it's gonna be pretty cool so yeah all i'll say is if you're a parapod fan or you might want to be listening Mm. back to business then what are we watching next the truman show okay you aware of it yeah it's jim carrey in it yeah He's in a TV program. Yeah, sort of. And everybody's in on it. Yeah. We'll mm. discuss that. They were talking about it on our dears, man. Totally gave the ending away. Oh, fuck off. No, I'm not, I'm not joking. I'm not joking. But I can't really remember. Okay. I, I, I can't remember it. All right. But you've never so, yeah. seen it, have I've you? I've never seen it, no. no. Cool, okay. I get a little bit confused with me, myself and Irene. That's funny. That That's funny. a good film. <laughs> That's a really good film. Uh, Jim Carrey's fucking class. He is. He is. Alrighty cool. then. Thanks so everyone. yeah, thanks for listening. Hope you've enjoyed that episode. And um we'll be back in two weeks' time with the Truman Show. Dun 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 um, where I did that. Be excellent to each other. Party on deeds. Party on. So that whole scene is into what? Vegan, thanks. Well, I am. In case you forgot, don't talk about beef and fucking animals being killed by humans. This is another animal murder film, isn't it? Coughing <laughs> <laughs> is not an appropriate response to that. Um, yeah, and um, look, I've bought the Grouch in this week. You couldn't bring a bit of fanboy. Um, I, for some reason, have just, batteries not included, popped into my head. Uh, and he didn't direct it, but he was... A producer, right? Executive producer. Yeah. 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 It's pretty cool. So, yeah, that's him. Um, that was the kind of wholesome content my family watched. I like batteries not included. Batteries it's not a cool included. film. I like the kitchen scenes. Yeah. It's, it's pretty fun. Of, they make, do they make the soup or hide in the soup? can't remember it's like a cute film it is, pretty it is cool. a cute film although i feel sad when i don't really like it in films when people are mean to old people because it just makes me think uh-huh. of people being mean to my grandparents and i don't like that it makes yeah, me sad fair enough i feel like i need to did you watch flight of the navigator as a kid yes that was fucking you cool are too. the navigator that was cool